welcome to the Wedding Fox here in Crozet, Virginia. Um, it's a kind of a rainy but balmy 62 here in Crozet. Um, and I am joined here today by some big players in the wedding business here in Charlottesville and Central Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia. And um, I'm going to go around our table today and have them introduce him and herself uh, one at a time. And I'm going to start on my left here with Susan. Susan, you are? I'm Susan Sorbella with Sealed with a Kiss. I'm a um, wedding gown designer and we have two boutiques for wedding gowns and flower girls and bridesmaids. And Susan makes and designs everything start to finish, not right? Not everything. Well, not everything, but in the... I, I do custom design for brides and I do my own collection, which we're just about to have a launch party for that. And we have other designers' dresses as well. Okay, so if a bridesmaid was to come in, a bridesmaid? It, with the with the if a bride is to come in with her bridesmaids, would you do the bride's dress and the bridesmaids too? No, I would just do the bride's dress if she wanted that. I don't do the bridesmaids. Okay, so and we do do alterations on anything. Good to know. Okay, and you are located where on the downtown mall? We're on the downtown mall near the uh, pavilion, and we alter dresses that were not purchased from us as well. Perfect. Okay, so Susan's here with Sealed with a Kiss, and then there's Emily. Hi. Yes. With the local. Yeah, Emily Holter with the local. I have been doing sales managing um, for about a year, and I'm in charge of taking a client from their initial inquiry to booking them, um, hopefully, if we're a good fit, and then their transition to a coordinator that will be with them from that time until the night of their wedding. Perfect. And then we have another perspective, James King. Yes, James? Uh, my name is James King. I'm with King Family Vineyards uh, in Crozet. Uh, our uh, venue has been officially open since 2007, um, but we've been hosting weddings at the winery since 2003. Uh, my role as co-owners, jack-of-all-trades, master of none, so as far as the wedding industry is concerned, um, I've given tours before, booked weddings, and talked to couples over the phone, but um, I am not the event coordinator, um, but you have to be dangerous everywhere as an owner, know a little bit about everything, so that's what I do. And we have, last but not least, Haley. Yes, I'm Haley Davis with Sweet Southern Party. I do event coordination, design, styling, um, mostly weddings, but some other small events too. And you've been in the area for about two years, right? Yeah, two years. My husband and I moved back after we started having children just to be closer to family, originally from the area, but uh, moved away and worked in Charlotte for a while and came back. For an event company as well? Yeah. So we have four different perspectives here today, and we're going to go around and we're going to start talking about what are some of the things that brides should think about when they book with you. So in other words, what we want to get across to our brides today is like some of the things that they might not think about when they come in and whether they live here or nearby or fly in to have a destination wedding, um, when they are picking a venue or hiring you as a coordinator or they don't have 
the dress, but they could actually come to Charlottesville and meet with you and design a dress that's uniquely theirs, correct? Correct. So that's the that's the thing. So in, in Susan, when when a bride does meet with you, do they come often with like pictures ripped out of magazines or a Pinterest board and, and they already have an idea and, and you have to sort of fit them or fit those ideas together? Do you, do you draw from, you know, are you a fashion illustrator and take it? And then how do you take it from in their head or something from Pinterest to fruition? What, what is your, your guidance to them? What are some tips that you say to them or what you can offer them or what you can't really get from A to Z if there's nothing you can't do? <laughs> so um, frequently they, store just to look for a wedding gown and they already have researched it, they have Pinterest pictures and they have some ideas as to what they would like to have. Um, they work with uh, some of the consultants and look for a dress and some of the girls just really have something different than you're finding in a regular bridal store and that's when they have an appointment with me, I sketch out the dress and try and um, nail down what it is they're exactly looking for. And um, if they want to go forward, we then choose uh, fabrics, we, um, we do the sketches, we have a mock dress made for them and try, try that on, get a good fit, make any adjustments to the design and when we are happy with all of that, then we make it in the fabric they've chosen. So don't you think the dress is one of the top five, like venue is get, gets chosen pretty quickly? Um, the caterers up there and is the dress top five it's usually one of the very early things yeah. that people get and not always but it helps the more time the better because they're not just hanging on rails um, in the designers showrooms they're they're made once the, once the bride chooses her dress we make it or the designer makes it for them and so you're you kind of set the ball rolling because like if you've got a boho chic kind of bride that wants a real off-the-shoulder, loosey-goosey kind of small train, um, not too fussy-mussy, then they may go to maybe not a certain venue but another venue, and the venue drives that as well. So, you know, it's a different feel, a different look, and it all kind of comes to coalesce yes. together. And then comes, I think I'm a florist, it comes down the pike a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> they'll, they'll also, from the dress, go to wandering around, Charlottesville looking at maybe their top three to five how many do they look at do you think because you're talking to them you've given tours James how many do they tell you that they're looking at or do they not disclose that you know it's not really a question you want to say necessarily but they may kvetch a little bit to you about well do you have this because so-and-so has that how many do you think they really look at when they come to town or if they're not too far away sure in my experience um, typically couples will come in on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and they will tour maybe three to four venues. Um, in one day, in or a day weekend? Or a weekend. Okay. Um, so we're, we have a time slot, and uh, we'll show them our venue, and we'll actually encourage them to go to other venues and look, because, you know. Everybody will offer something different. Yeah, every venue is going to speak to a different couple, and we might be the right one, and another one down the road might be best for them, and that's okay. That's a good thing, because... As a wedding community, we all support one another, and because of that community, Charlottesville has become an amazing wedding destination that it is today. So, um, 
usually three or four. And you're one of the pioneers as far as building the event space and, and the kind of rustic barn. I guess you wine. Could say that. Yeah. Um, that's one opinion. Um, <laughs> we never set out, I guess the story is we never really set out to do weddings. Um, we were grape growers and fell into the wine business um, at the suggestion of a stranger. And when we opened our tasting room in October of 2002, the next spring, Someone said, man, this is a beautiful place. You know, can I get married here? And we're like, okay, I guess. So they attached a tent to the building, and we did tents connected to our tasting room from 2003 to 2006 or seven, when we built the carriage house. Um, and the tents worked fine until it rained, and it was a muddy mess. So um, we got serious about it in 2007. Um, my wife and I were actually the first ones married there, which was pretty cool to break in the building. Um, but the wedding industry for us um, is not our primary business. Right. Um, grape growing and winemaking and um, selling wine is our. You just happen to have though. We happen to have a wedding venue. That's and <laughs> against the really beautiful backdrop it of is. the mountains it's, it's and the it. green grass and mm-hmm. the horses. I mean, it's it's that pastoral classic Virginia rolling hill feel. If you want to, you know, take a spin through there and and have a a really tasty glass of wine or taste a few. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a lovely place to visit. So you say that like three or four is common yeah, that's that they'll go around and look at. Yeah, They have a timeline. Um, they have to go see uh, caterers and florists and dressmakers and, and the whole lot. So typically they're from out of town if they're doing three or four. And when you're talking to them, how long does a tour take? Sure. Tour so th- lasts about, 45 to 50 minutes, maybe an hour if they have some um, detailed questions, but um, we might have multiple tours in a day. Um, so we try to keep them on their timeline and, and us on our timeline as well. So that's something that they should know is that, you know, each place, that's four hours right there. And that's not the time getting there. And some of them are quite far apart. I mean, that's one thing, you know, it, on a map, it looks like one thing, but then when you get on our roads, and you might get behind like a tractor might take you a little bit longer. Um, so those are things to think about when you roll into Charlottesville and think you're going to hit. I think sometimes it's like a kid that looks at the dessert first and thinks they're going to eat through everything and eat the cake too. They often get a little backed up. Some things you're probably used to, Susan, it takes a long time. Like if they're going to do the dress, they probably shouldn't have three or four things, maybe other meetings scheduled in one day with you if you need to really sit down and fit them and do the whole nine yards to do it right. And the same thing for a tasting. I mean, these takes a little bit of time. Right. So you pace your weekend. Mm -hmm. And we all think that weekends are the times where most people really come and book and show up. Forget too that you have to schedule a tour. Like a lot of people will show up and say, I, I want to tour the venue. Or for right? a tasting. Or they'll walk in and say, can I have a custom tasting? Which, so you got a book. Right. And, and how we often... We actually, uh, sorry to interject, the, we no, actually no. will allow walk-ins. Um, it is logistically, it's difficult because we just have to pull someone, um, one of our staff members, uh, off of what they were doing to tour with a couple that just walked in. But, um, you know, that's business. We'd love to capture if possible. So we'll take the, we'll make the time. But um, we suggest booking if it's um, possible. In the same vein, we not required. At least we can. Well, wait, one more question. Yeah. And, and this is, I hadn't thought about this. If there's a party going on or a wedding, 
Do they poke their heads in? I mean, I've yeah. seen them as a florist. So, I'm there, but it's they're kind of wandering around, but it's not during the ceremony or anything like no, that. No, it, it can be during setup, at least in our experience, um, which is can be a good thing because um, with such a blank, flexible, open space where you can really do anything, sometimes it's tough to imagine what's possible in the space. So having something already set up or being set up uh, kind of gives them some framework to think about, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you could do that, or I really like that idea, something they haven't thought of before. Um, so that can be helpful, but we also are very respectful for the, the party that's already setting up in there, and so uh, we very much stay on the periphery. And, um, so they won't be able to, point, yeah, so they, they might not be able to. They might not be able to see everything. I mean, it's <laughs> Take a seat at the ceremony. The bride's, um, you know, getting dressed and right. you know, getting fitted in the, in the bridal room. You know, they're not going to go in there and say, oh, beautiful dress. But um, they'll see, you know, 90% of the venue space. I mean, James brings up a really good point. We've recently had to do or implement a new system for tastings just because we are so booked for weekend tastings. I mean, everybody knows when it's not wedding season, it's meeting season. So... We're using all of that time on the weekends to get in the clients who haven't booked or if they need to retaste their appetizers. So the newer inquiries don't have a chance to taste our food if they're from Maryland or Pennsylvania or anywhere. They don't really have the opportunity if we don't have the availability. So we've um, recently started offering consultation tastings that are different from our customized tastings that um, sort of showcase the local as a whole. Um, including a lot of the most popular items, catering and in the restaurant um, combined. And those are bookable 24 hours in advance, or even we might be able to have one executed same day. If That's very nice. That's good. Great. That's a good new. Is that new? It's new. Um, we recently rolled this out back in the fall. We love to have our catering chefs um execute the customized tastings, but any of the chefs in the local can help with the consultation tasting. It's grilled beef tenderloin, salmon, crispy shrimp, some of our most delicious and notable. And if if it's two people, or is it based on like a number, just real quick so that they'll know, yeah. like, hey, I hadn't thought of this, I didn't know about you, blah, 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 let me call and jump in on this. Right. What is their expectation? Like two people, three people can, you know, and how many is a cutoff and what's the price, right. if there's a charge? And how long should they expect? So, great questions. Um, all of our tastings are complimentary, so there's no fee. Um, we don't really want to hold it against someone if they've never tasted our food. Um, so there's that. And we do that either tasting custom or consult up to six people. Um, and that is a really great opportunity, 30 minutes to 45 minutes for them to come in, have a great meal, have a quick conversation with myself or someone else, else if they're available, um, but most times me, and we've had great success with it. That's good. That's interesting. That's a good new thing because they could just roll in, get a quick idea of the overview of what you can cover, right. and you're not even, you know, there's no skin off their back except for the time. And you not know? only that, we just found ourselves this past fall not necessarily black and white losing opportunities, but we definitely saw a need for something shorter term, um, less structured, yeah. less commitment, less feeling I just of a taste commitment. The food. That's yeah. all I want. And how do I do that? And you're not open for lunch, so what are my options? 
So now you'll do that during the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anytime between 11 to 3. And your fittings and stuff, Susan, are they always, like, anytime you call or email, what is the best way if, you, you know, if she's coming into town, they're going to see the the King Family Vineyard, and they're going to go stop by and do, in 24 hours, they're going to go get a tasting, a, 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 and not an impromptu, but a small tasting. What do you call those little mini bites or whatever? Right. The, or the tasting I just referred to. Yeah. What are oh, the, no, it's a full tasting. It's a full we tasting. We do three appetizers. Our oh. crazy skewer, um, our house-made uh, biscuits with pimento cheese and country ham, um, and crispy shrimp, then followed by our 60-mile salad, which is locally sourced, um, beautiful ingredients. You're making me hungry. <laughs> I know. It's typical. Try working in the business. Oh, my God. It's awful. But And then that's actually followed by three main courses, grilled beef tenderloin, our salmon, and um, stuffed squash, which is our most popular vegetarian item. And can they, would they bring their coordinator with them? Like, is Haley something like she would, do they come in with somebody usually? Or is that later on the road where she's, somebody who's a coordinator right. is more of like, later on sure so most times the people that are expecting a tasting short notice or haven't been told sort of the climate regarding scheduling something like that Mm -hmm. they don't at that time have a coordinator we do offer day of coordination services and partial planning but if they are sort of doing a walk-in scenario then they probably are at the very tip of the beginning point of the catering aspect for sure and that's when, but you get involved and you help roll out like what their linens are going to, what they're going to, the food's going to be, what works best for the kind of dinner they're going to have or experience. So you help decide those things, which then affect what they choose from the menu. Right. Well, and some people ask me to go to taste right. things with them um, just for experience, referring to like what is more typical, you know, but always from the coordinator's perspective to defer back to the caterer because they obviously have a better idea of guest count and how much food to feed and, and all of those kinds of things. Um, and in the coordinator's capacity, it's more important for us to say, this is the feel that you said that you wanted. Um, you wanted super elegant. So maybe don't go with pulled pork. Maybe go with another option that's going to give um, your guests a little bit more of that experience feel. And um, James mentioned before, the details aren't as important to some people. Um, but for the de- from the coordinator's perspective, the details are, are really important because that's what's going to give you the really cohesive feel and to make sure that that really is, is cohesive through the whole thing. Um, and translated well. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I find that... Um, in our business, the devil is in the details, and in your business, the devil is in the details. When it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's from the food, it's always whenever the perspectives are, it's crazy what y'all, you know, each player in this wedding business, what they have to think about or what affects them, like for something that would affect James's place, like sound, you know, ordinances or things that carry out um, things we don't think about. So, uh, things that they have to go over when somebody comes through with them are not at all things that, that, that we think about. <laughs> and all of it has to gel. And somebody like you helps put all these little pieces together um, and keep it moving. Yeah. So your role is important to um, make sure that 
if they want elegant, it's the right place, the right time of year with the right caterer and the right food and the right linens and the right utensils and the right dress, all the way down to the soup, all the soup and nuts, A to Z. And it's it's why they hire somebody. But now partial is also nice that you offer that. I, I know that y'all do. You're like one of the few that does. Yeah, and we just find that um, we don't do those kinds of details but we don't do it that often but we've just found that it's so and i from being in the industry and being in different environments we found it so beneficial for the bride and our business alike to have those details that are so important from day of or partial timeline floor plan things that at this point for seasoned caterers we know a lot about say king family so we know that floor plan if we have to do a full room flip what does that look like and those are details that day of or partial are going to tie into the catering captain so for the setup and the breakdown so having that sort of combined um, is helpful but not necessary it's something we offer um, but we also work with some really great other planners here in the area that are some of the best ever um so it's been really nice to get to know Haley today for sure and um do you guys find that um after they've visited how long does somebody usually do they know right away do they what's the turnaround like once you do the sketch or once you put a proposal together um how long does that turnaround usually take and what do you think how far out maybe something like that is important to decide, you know, some of the things that they should think about, like, is it, are they thinking 2019, 2020, um, you know, uh, and how long does it take? You know, this is something that's with a dress, you know, you're not going to just be able to, I mean, maybe you can. <laughs> so all night with that thing out. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, so sort of turnaround times and what do you expect in turnaround times too? Like, I don't know. Um, I know for me as a florist, you know, we're probably one of eh, four or five, three to five, I would say they usually get narrowed down to. And, um, we put in a proposal, we sit with them, we try to sit with them, you know, it's not always possible. You know, I did a bride that was, um, in, um, Saudi Arabia work for state. So I met her actually the day of at King family. <laughs> um, I didn't see her at all until the day of the wedding. So, um, but it was exactly what she wanted, but we did Skype. We did all kinds of ways to make that happen. Now, of course, you know, I don't know. Do they ever book at sight unseen? I don't know. We have had a uh, booking sight unseen. Um, we put up a virtual tour on our website several years ago. I've seen that. That's pretty good. It can spin it around like yeah. like a Google map. Yeah, Packline360 <laughs> um, came in and a uh, gentleman who runs Packline360 said, hey, I need some content for my new website I'm launching. Can I um, shoot your space? And I said, sure. Can we get the content maybe? He said, no problem. Good trade. So we posted the video, uh, the virtual tour on our website, and we got a blind booking from it. So I said, a really good trade and you only have four of those chandeliers in there one two three four there's a fifth one in the middle yeah right above there is a fifth one right. um see and i'm in there all the time <laughs> it runs the gamut for us we've had um, very few bond bookings but some um 
we've had just walk-in tours that have never seen the place. They'll book on-site, day of. Um, but because we have several people coming through and, and tours back-to-back most often every weekend, um, when we pass out a contract, we allow 24 hours um, for them to decide. Because mm. um, sometimes, sometimes when you're booking, I mean, most of the venues around here are booking. 29th, they're out. How, how? You're, about, you're, about two years out. Two years out. So okay, so people should that, think about and, that. Yeah, and in the area, I mean, that's the way most, most of the venues are going. So if that's the case, um, I guess if you have to have the, the venue maybe be open Fridays or Sundays. And actually, I you know, people always want a Saturday, but if you do a long weekend or think about it, Sundays are a great day to get married. You can bring, particularly if there's out-of-town guests, because they can fly in um, on a Friday night, maybe uh, do something fun in the area on Saturday. And the area has so much to offer um, just as far as activities to do that are local and fun. Get married on Sunday and then skip work on Monday. Um, or a holiday weekend. Or a holiday weekend. A holiday week, yeah. Those are about Monday. I have somebody who works with me who wants weddings on Wednesdays. I'm like, oh, hold on. <laughs> Seven days a week. Let's. Right. <laughs> um, so how long? Okay, for two two years. So yeah, about two years out. Haley, what do you think for your services or for a coordinator? What do they think? How far out and what they should think about when they come to Charlottesville? No, it's funny because a lot you, of people don't think about hiring a coordinator. Um, I have clients booking out for 2019 um, now, but typically they don't have a date yet. They find their venue first figure out what date the venue has available. They say, I want to get married in the fall. So they go to the venue and they say, what do you have for fall of 2018? And King will say, we have nothing. Friday or Sunday. And, and that really will determine what a client um, does from there. Because that's, you know, if they really, really want a fall wedding, then they may push it out another year. And how about a dress? Dress? I tell I mean, people to 9 to 12 months at least. 9 to 12 months? Yeah. Especially if you're making it from... Um, actually, once I make, I can do it quicker. Um, six, six months, maybe. It varies. I mean, it varies. How many um, fittings? Depends. It varies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but they come back enough, or they live here or close by, that you can get it all done. Do um, you ship it to them? Ever? Destination brides don't tend to come to us for dresses. They get the dresses locally and bring them with them to the wedding. And working mostly with local brides. Okay, so you're locally driven. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. How so, far yeah. out, like an hour away, people will use you, you think? Richmond? Well, we've, we've done brides DC. from all over. We've had brides from Ireland, from California, from Seattle. And I've had brides book dresses with us, but um, typically it's not from further away. I'd have a store in Richmond and a store in Charlottesville. And wherever I'm needed. Um, we've had girls come in two days before the wedding because they got a dress somewhere and it was a disaster and needed a dress at the last minute when we've done their alterations oh, so overnight for them. So that's a good, ne- that's something good to know that if there is an issue they could always reach out to you yes. we, and you might be able, will you, if they get a little, little um, flower girl dresses because I get, I get, I'll ask them, well what's the flower girl dress? Oh, well, I don't know, we haven't found that yet. Now I know. I can tell I can send them down to your shop here or Richmond. Um, and do you have them pick them up? Do you, you know, day of, how does that handle? Like, you know, we all, I mean, King sits there. 
we come to you. Uh, <laughs> Lots of <preference laughs> there is. I know. I'm just teasing him. I'm razzing him. Well, but thing, we we all come there. You know, all of us roll to to the site. So yeah, one thing um, to think about. A question we often get asked is uh, how how early can I access the venue? And um, if we have a Friday event, uh, maybe a wedding, maybe something else, uh, we have to clean the building. And um, our cleaning crew gets in fairly early, I think around 9, and they finish around 11.30. But the floors are still drying for about half an hour, so 12, 12 noon is the earliest they can come in. Because a lot of them often want to come in and do makeup early and, and get in their dress and take pictures and things like so that. Really so really noon. Is yeah, the and standard, that, and that's at least well. I don't know if it's the standard, but it's our policy at King Family Vineyards, and um, other venues might have uh, different policies. Standard. But I, I would say it's probably pretty standard if you're doing multiple events in a weekend. And Susan, would you bring a dress to the venue? I have done. <laughs> okay, I'm just I'm just reaching really out to the capacity for that too often because Saturdays I know school a day, and I have to be. I'm usually booked all day long doing fittings. Um, I'm just curious about having their last fittings before their wedding so and emily yes oh my gosh it's all over the map i mean we are how far we're currently booking for 2019 we're still um we're hoping to venture out into some existing dates in 2018 but we all know that those heightened times of the year are booked for us um june october um, but we do still have dates available. It just varies. I mean, every I like to tell clients that every wedding we do is custom, and that sounds like a blanket statement, but every bride or couple or groom is unique. So we have to sort of see what info they have, what info they want, what their timeline looks like. And we offer, um, I definitely like to make sure that everyone knows from the jump that they will have, once their date is officially reserved for us to do their catering, until 30 days before their wedding to make any decisions, menu-wise, bar package-wise. Um, so, so they have some flexibility once they, but how long, like if, if they sit down with you and do a full-on tasting mm-hmm. and you send them like, okay, they liked it, you send a contract, how long does that bride think about like, she goes and has another tasting and can't get back to Charlottesville or whatever, or it snows and right. they're pushed off for a month. What happened, you know, how we lenient, just, I mean, we, you know. We try to pride ourselves on over-communication in that regard okay. because every date is, like I said, different. We, for example, have three booked off-site catering events on a Saturday and there's one spot available, for example, and there are three open inquiries for that one spot. We are just Waiting. totally transparent with every single client and saying, we book on a first-come, first-served basis. We want you to feel comfortable in making this decision. Here's the scenario. Um, and nine times out of ten, that conversation alone will help get that client to a position to make a decision. It's interesting because I don't – I'm going to uh, – this weird feeling of like, I don't want them to know who else is looking for their date. Like we make it a policy to just sort of not talk about what everybody else is doing or, you know, because oh, we don't go into we, detail. I mean, yeah, like I not, not who it is, but right. like, um, I've got two other people. I don't know. Cause I don't want to, pr- I'm like weird. I don't want to pressure sales, you know, like make right. it feel, well, but we, your caterer is different. I understand. It's but like flowers you don't eat. So. We've had some very, 
we came to that sort of method by way of some really upset people wanting more information about why we're booked all of a sudden and we didn't reach out to them to give them a heads up. We never do the, okay, you have seven days or... Yeah, I don't like to put that on my... We don't do that. We just tell them with full honesty that it could potentially book and you should know that. And we're up front. We tell them, you know, um, we're not going to... Basically what I keep repeating to them is it's an open date until they sign. And... You know, there's some of those weekends. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not a huge barn, you know, where I have 12 girls at the table. You right. know, we're a small to medium size. We can do multiple weddings with attention to detail. But I, we use very high quality product, very high quality ribbons, real organic. Selling dyes. value. Yeah. And we're more attention to detail. We're, we clean up that night. I don't know if you've noticed that. We're always there. We take everything out. We don't leave anything the next day. We're in with you guys, the caterers, and we're out. Same night with the caterers all over town. And I think it makes a difference to be, you know, really on it and tidy and in and out and um, gracious to the people that are working there. They have to clean up the next morning to get it ready for that next wedding. You know, it's it's, it's no longer one a weekend. You know your maximum as a vendor. You know what you can take on any given Saturday or Sunday. Right. And they think, you know, I think often they think, well, you're not, if you have multiple in a weekend, am I that special? But right, you just said they're unique. And it is. Every time somebody sits down with me, they always want to see last person's what, you know, do you have anything right. like this? And I'm like, you know, actually, I don't do the exact same thing. It's not a stop. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like what James, oh, it, it it's with a dress. It's with Haley styling and design. You sit down with that couple and. With food, it's going to be like, oh, uh, my nieces, I have three vegan nieces now. You know, I mean, there's so many different foodie types now. Bring them on. <laughs> you know, um, you've got to be able to kind of reach that clientele. Yours has, a, like you said, a blank slate, but it opens up to whatever anybody wants, as opposed to some people might not be able to envision anything, and they feel more comfortable where it's already laid out. And then you'll, they'll know it and you'll probably feel it and they'll feel it and they'll go to the next place where it's all sort of maybe the food's already supplied to them, you know, and it's in one stop shop. It's all different people's kind of decision like that. It's best to come in and see all of us and go in person. If you can't, I'm sure everybody Skypes and you have a 360 yeah. viewing. Yeah, I've t- I toured it around, but I couldn't tell if there was a fifth one, even though yeah. I'm in there. And I'm like, is there a fifth one up there? And I couldn't. Isn't that weird that I wouldn't remember and I'm there? We'll be uh, redoing that this year. We had a, um, another expansion. We built another small space um, adjacent to our tasting room. So we've got to redo that tour. It's beautiful. I saw pictures like, of that the other day. Um, I have a question. Will you allow uh, things attached to your ceilings across yeah, great question. Um, we have some wooden beams going across the ceiling. and uh, Lighting. A lighting company. I can't remember the exact company. But, um, they Garlands. Installed, they installed uh, metal eye hooks into the wood so they can do um, Are you, uh, bistro lighting. Oh, okay, so they're there. Permanently. Um, we just don't allow anyone to install anything into our walls or wood without. We, we don't give anyone permission to do that, so you can't alter the building. But we've basically made arrangements so you can't hang things from the ceiling if you want to. And that's... Typically it's bistro lighting, garlands, and drapes, things like that. 
Okay. So, but there's certain places where you can't. So it's always good yeah. when you go in to Ask think about questions, read the contract. At, think about these things that if you're the one that wants lots of things coming from the ceiling, you better check before you go because there's there's rules and there's open fire rules too. Absolutely. So um, those are things to think about. And Haley, what are some more things that they should think about before, besides thinking about nine months out? Besides thinking about the fact that the devil's in the details and that you'll work that out with them, you may or may not. Is there anything you would like to say that, I mean, I know you're you're fairly new here in Charlottesville as a wedding planner, but you're already, you've been, to, I've seen you all over. Yeah, all over, that's for sure. Um, I think, you know, kind of backing way up is, is budget. I think that people say, oh, this is my budget and I don't want to go over that. And then they book a venue kind of before they've done any breakdown and that's great you know because that kind of sets the tone but that in turn kind of affects a lot of things so making sure that you kind of break your budget down before you make major decisions like venue or caterer or photographer or all of those things because you have to make sure that um, all of those pieces fit and if you're going to choose you know a more expensive venue or a more expensive caterer that is going to have to adjust you know, in different places, right? So, when you just said, though, a more expensive venue and a more expensive cater. Or an expensive menu. Or, yeah, a more expensive menu. Or, you know, if there are bigger budget items that are very, very important to you. You know, venue is, is definitely the most important from, um, you know, just what clients say. They want to do that first because that really is the face of your wedding, right? So you get the invitation in the mail that kind of sets the tone, but as soon as people set foot onto the property where we're getting married, that really sets the tone. So that's what people tend to do first, because that can And then the dress is in there. Right, and then the dress. So all of these things... And dresses can be some ching. They can. So it's really, it's really important to make sure that you kind of have an idea of, you know, amounts before you, before you meet with people. Do you know what I mean? And Susan was giving me an interesting look across the table here. They don't have to be a serious amount of money, especially if you come to somebody creative. Like I'm an artsy person. And so like designing something because I've always come from a styling perspective, I'm like, okay, the table we're sitting around came from a junk store and I sanded it and sprayed it. Okay. But my wallpaper came from England and it's, (laughs) it's, it's hand painted inside. So don't, don't mess with my wallpaper people. But I mean, you kind of yin and yang it. And I think that they have to be a little more, I don't know, y'all can agree this or not, but if if top things are what my wedding, you know, if, yes, the venue drives the feel and the look, then the next things are, they may drop some dime on that because that's the biggest place that's housing the most people, you know, that's coming in, kind of expect that. And then the next thing is um, they're catering. And that in there is the booze, which James would probably say is one of the top three. What is it? booze, dancing, and the place, then you got a party. Dance, right? Yeah, okay, coming That's from right. a perspective from uh, a Texan, right? Are you from Texas? That's right. It's booze, <laughs> food, That's and a Sorry, roof yeah. over your head. Right. And the rest, that's it. Maybe a fire pit or two, and you're good to go. You don't even have to. <laughs> and that's that's his perspective, but he makes really good wine. So you gotta have, he's, he's already hooked up there. And we had that one wedding. I was at King Family where it was snowing. That's right. Was that in February? Yes, it was. It was a February mini moons back, and that was a hilarious, hilarious moment in the sense of that it was um, a 
bit of a snow that nobody really expected. 2010, right? Was that like the huge February two feet? No. It was more recent than that. It was more recent than that. It was like uh, seven inches, but it wasn't really supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And then just like all of a sudden built up out of nowhere and boom. And it was quick and down and dirty, fast snow. And so everybody started calling out on the bride, not wanting to show up, except. We all did. We all did. Except a few. The limo people dropped out. Even uh, Mark from Harvest Moon, he individually drove his employees mm-hmm. himself uh, to make sure they were safe on the roads to get in there and make it happen. Back and forth, and some of the people, incredible. and some of the guests, and all of us pitched in getting things yeah, done. done. And you know, that was the year we, we were hosting a local Boy Scout troop on the farm that was camping, and they always oh do a, they always do a service project. I expect them to cancel their their camping trip, and they didn't. They said, so what do you want our service project to do this year? We said, well, it's snowing so hard. Do you mind sweeping the snow off the walkways so the bride and groom can have a nice place to I know. We had the Boy Scouts out. It was hilarious. They pushed brooms and shovels the entire time for, I think, three hours straight um, before and during. Yeah. And we were there with um, Hydrangea. Hello. They're the little tender babies. And they kept blanching because we were running from the van and they would turn brown and we had to bring all these with the covers over them and then run them in. And it was, um, we made it happen. A good testament to the community. It was a good testament to the community. And her pictures turned out really, they're beautiful. Yeah. And she had food. Booze and a roof over her head. She had a party. I think a DJ, yeah. That was great. And she had the flowers. And I think a few things didn't come through, but it was, and some people couldn't show that were from out of town. But other than that, I mean, her core group made it. And yeah. so the one thing we about, rocked on. Um, but think about time of year. Yeah, time of year for sure. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, I, I just say food, music, and booze is kind of, hey, you're going to have a good time. But the devil is really in the details, and that's why I think it's really important to have a wedding coordinator um, because they can take care of that for you, and it's no fuss, no muss, and they're going to do all the heavy lifting to make sure you can just show up and have a good time. Um, yeah, I think I think that's a good decision to put that um, in your budget to have a good wedding coordinator. That's day one of coordinator. day of. That's yeah, really... That's, that's sp- crucial. It helps the caterers, too, I know. Yeah, oh I know that does. Because if you don't have that... We live and die on a timeline. Yeah, the and caterers there's no are... one in charge of that. Absolutely. They're worried about getting their fantastic food out on the timeline. Um, and so the photographer is only on a limited... Correct. Transportation, anything. I would, I would say the biggest piece of advice is... The week of, especially. Would, if you can have a week of... And the day of, yeah. If you're coming from out of town, I tend to say to them, if you can afford it, try to back it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people do a lot to save money, the DIY, and there's so many services. But, you know, rock, paper, scissors, you could stop and make an appointment with them downtown and they'll service you. You could come to Charlottesville and get a lot of your things done if you're style. But if you can't, can't make it coalesce and you're working and you're somewhere else, have somebody here local that can source all that and get it to you via email, Skype, or whatever, and it makes it a hell of a lot easier. If you can't afford it, try to look at that week of, because when guests are coming out of town, there is so much to do, as James said. You know, there's tasting rooms of all kinds. There's microbreweries. There's golf. There's hiking. There's so many things to do that you can have them set up a schedule for your guests when they roll in, and it's important to get your guests 
to where they're going and they don't get overwhelmed about what they're doing, where they're going, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's great from a logistical standpoint, too, but also what the biggest urge that I give brides when recommending they get a day of coordinator, and that's completely from a neutral standpoint, like looking out for them, making sure I've worked both weddings that had one and did not have one. And time and time again, the brides who don't have one say they wish they would have. Yeah. And you don't want to have to lift a finger the day of your wedding. You want everything. Your hands are washed clean. You're there to party. And you don't want to worry about a floor plan. You don't want to worry about a transportation company being an hour behind. You want to let go of the steering wheel and enjoy the ride. Exactly. What else? What is the point otherwise what we provide all of us here are for your memories to be built so that you'll take them on for the rest of your life so you go on to another life and yes ma'am yes <laughs> um as far as i understand a, a good wedding coordinator will save you money if you have one right from the start so don't I don't think about that don't just leave it until the day off try and get one Oh, not the day of, but they need it. Like, there are some that have partial planning if you can't afford the whole yeah, thing. But what I'm saying is you'll, you'll save yourself a lot of time, headache. Headache, money. especially well, if you're out of town. Us, a lot of us have, you know, relationships with other vendors. You know, I have a relationship with a linen company, and I get 10% discount, so I pass that on to my clients. So that I think that's kind of what you're referring yeah. to as far as, you know, kind of getting it sounds back like it's on money up front. Right, yeah. but, but it can help you. Absolutely. Good investment. Yeah. 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 And I don't do just day of, I do month of. Right, month um, of. That's what I say. I didn't, you know, if it's a week, 10 days, a yeah. month. There's some things that can, they're already done elsewhere, and they and then they're just kind of coming down to this ride, and they're like, oh, gosh. That's what I get a lot is, oh, my gosh, I'm at the end of, at the end of this. I'm getting really nervous. We're trying to figure out who's going to be putting the candles on the table or who's going to, you know, be doing these small detail things. Um, my mom said that she could do it. Well, so, I, mm, 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 no, no. So we we my, know James no is shaking his head. No, I'm shaking my head. No, we all know that it, that don't work out. That's not a, tasking mom somebody. Is gonna have to get ready. And mom gets a glass of wine or her mom's friend, <laughs> and they're not doing jack. I'm gonna tell you because right. I've had I've walked up to people and I've had the mother's friend from somewhere else is doing the coordinating, and I'm like, where are the chairs going? And this was actually a king too, <laughs> and I'm like, um, where are they going? And just this blank. Oh, I don't know. I I'm 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 just a friend, and I said I'd help, and I don't I and I've had a glass of wine, and I don't really and I'm like Can standing, and they're like, can you just pick it? And I'm like, but I haven't talked to the bro. Are they facing this way? Are they facing that way? And we have other places to go too, you know. So get the coordinator too. Yeah. Um, that month out, I start with itineraries. Are confirmed with all the vendors. Make sure that everybody's confirmed. Everybody has it, you know, on their schedule. And and I know when the caterer's showing up. Right. What they're taking care of. I know. If they're five minutes late, you're going to give us a call, but we're right. not five minutes early. Right. And I think, too, Charlottesville offers, like, a wide range of, like, catering. Like you said, now we offer a quick down and dirty tasting sort of thing in well, 24 yeah. hours. You'll say, hey, I can do a month out. So don't be afraid to ask and reach out, and you'll find out early, you know, I can't do a month. I'm too booked for years, you know, a mm-hmm. year full thing, or I don't provide that. I don't go down lower than six months. And in a sense Dress of same thing. Yeah. it's like we, we may be full, you might be booked. But we have a really honed in list, I'm sure everyone at this table does, of people to recommend who we want to support them to. It's not, 
just shut down with our own interests. That's one thing that we found recently to be very successful. We've restructured things a bit and we want to just give the business to someone that we can fully recommend if we're unable to fulfill those services. Knowing that they can do it. Knowing that they can do it and that they're going to have that. And it brings a circle back around to James saying, we're like, if you don't like it, you can go down the road. Yeah, yeah honestly. Take it's, it's a small community. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't find anything online for a dress, you can make it. There's enough business. <laughs> there's, enough, there's enough of everything to go around for all of us to just thrive. So it's it's wonderful. And, and Charlottesville's small yet um, um, still, you know, still got... We're, we are in a grow, we've grown a lot, I was going to say, you know, for the last number of years in the wedding business. But we still have a really tight-knit group of the wedding industry people that constantly know. And if they can't do it, like she said, Emily was saying, we'll refer you to somebody that we trust. And if we can't do it, we'll pass you on. And we look out for each other and we look out for our brides. And I want to thank everybody thank for you. participating today at the Wedding Fox in Crozet. Um, and, um, that's it, guys. I guess that's what's called a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning into The Wedding Fox, brought to you by Karen and her talented team at Foxtel Cottage Floral in Crozet, Virginia. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or at foxtailcottage.com. Tune in next time as Karen continues to unpack the business of love.